Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, folks. It's No Filter Friday, and we've got a great show lined up for you today. We'll visit with Hans von Spakovsky, Senior Legal Fellow at the Heritage, talking about comments made by Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor relative uh, to her being traumatized with every conservative court victory. She was speaking to students at the University of California Berkeley School of Law, as a lawyer, when I read the comments, I thought they were totally inappropriate. We'll check in with some folks that have uh, worked for the federal government, been before the court, and see what their thoughts are. In the 11 o'clock hour, Tim Temple, Louisiana Insurance Commissioner, joins us. We'll talk all things insurance. We'll talk about bills that will be considered uh, during this upcoming legislative session that starts in March. And uh, more specifically, what are the markets doing right now? Joining us on the line at the present time, John Delena, DEA's Associate Administrator in Washington, D.C., relative to a new DEA program called DEA One Pill Can Kill Game Over Tournament. John, welcome to the show. Good morning, and thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here to join you today. I know that the DEA has tried many different strategies to try to get the message across relative to uh, drug poisoning, more specifically the problems with fentanyl. Uh, the statistics around fentanyl and the poisonings are just simply alarming, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you hit it on the head, right? We're, we're always going to try to find new ways to connect to people, particularly young people. And And I think the one thing that you and I can agree on is that um, we need to meet these young people where they are. Uh, I can do shows like this all day long. We can go on the evening news. But the fact of the matter is, my kids included, you know, aren't always listening and watching those shows. So where can we find young people and how can we deliver the critical message to empower them to make healthy decisions? And, you know, with one pill can kill, uh, we know that Seven out of 10 pills that DEA is seizing and analyzing right now contains a potentially deadly dose of fentanyl. Seven out of 10. And, you know, it only takes two milligrams to kill somebody. It's, it's enough to fit on the tip of, of a pencil. So we want to find ways to, to get the message into the hands of young people. And doing that eSports event that we did last Saturday night and partner, partnering with Loyola and, and some of the great other high schools that were part of it, I think was the first step in the right direction to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I read that stat, it immediately occurred to me, um, you got a better shot with a six-shot revolver playing Russian roulette, right? Yeah, sadly, <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the analogy that a lot of people make is that it's like playing Russian roulette. I, I, listen, I don't want to overwhelm your audience with, with, with statistics, but there are a few that stand out, okay? We talked about how deadly these pills are. We talked about seven out of ten containing a potentially deadly dose. We seized 77 million fentanyl pills 
last year alone, DEA and our partners did. And specific to, to Louisiana, we seized around 275,000 of those pills. And also in Louisiana, about 230 pounds of fentanyl powder. So when you think about the math behind how deadly this is, you know, DEA alone, we seized over 386 million potentially deadly doses of fentanyl last year. That's enough to kill every single American. So, you know, we have to continue to get the message out there because sadly there are young people that are finding these pills on social media that think somehow they're immune from this fentanyl crisis because they think they're taking a legitimate pharmaceutical pill only to find that what they're actually getting is a pill that's made with nothing but fentanyl inside it. And that's tragic. And we need to continue to get the message out there into as many of our communities and as many of our homes as we possibly can. I think there's value in talking about these stats, though, because one of the stats that y'all quote is that, according to the CDC, the leading cause of death for Americans, 18 to 45 years of age, drug poisoning. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And, and, you know, I've worked so intimately with so many families that have been affected. Uh, they, they've come home to find their child has been poisoned. And, and we use that word, and you're using it as well, because that really has become what we're talking about. We're, we're finding people who are taking something, not knowing what they're taking, only to be poisoned. And it's not just in the form of of pills, you know, we are seeing that fentanyl is the ultimate shape shifter. It's ending up in other drugs like cocaine, like methamphetamine, and now they're adding something to make it even more deadly. They're adding xylazine to fentanyl, and the problem with that is that xylazine is resistant to Narcan. So we've done such a great job with awareness and getting Narcan into people's hands to save lives only to have these insidious drug trafficking organizations, and particularly the two cartels, Sinaloa Cartel and Jalisco Cartel, who are responsible for all of this death, destruction, and misery in our communities, now they're adding xylazine to it to make that deadly drug even more deadlier. And, you know, we're working so many great efforts throughout all of Louisiana. We've got an incredible DEA team there and all of our partners state and local partners, but also community members, outreach members, members of churches and and, and sporting teams, people that want to get involved and want to get the message out there. And that's why the first place we chose to do this eSports event was right there in Louisiana. And and I'm really proud of of the event. I I think we accomplished uh, a step in the right direction to help us get the message out there. John, what what is xylazine for our listening benefit of our listening audience? Yes, and thank you for the question. Essentially, it's a, it's a large animal tranquilizer. Um, that, that's really, you know, what it was designed to be. Um, and, you know, they found that by mixing it with fentanyl, it, it, it creates a, a differing effect. But the biggest challenge associated with xylazine, and we, we've now seized xylazine in, in uh, 49 states, so it's out there. We're seeing more and more exhibits. Uh, that we're seizing when testing it uh, comes back with xylazine mixed in with fentanyl as well. Um, and, and the biggest thing people need to understand, the biggest threat associated with xylazine is that it, it is, in fact, resistant uh, to Narcan. And, you know, it, with 112,000 Americans dying over the last year from a drug poisoning and, and, and drug overdose, and, and, you know, at least 70 percent of those being attributed to fentanyl. And, and, and with the stat that you shared, the leading cause of death in America between 18 and 45, uh, 
And with all the pills and all the powder that we talked about seizing, you know, they only found a way to make it worse and to make it more deadly. And it's only because they're driven by greed. Uh, those two cartels, Sinaloa and Jalisco, who are pushing all of this into the hands uh, of our family members and our friends and our community members. And, you know, DEA is trying to take this head on. We're working with families. We're working with outreach, uh, you know, different than ever before. And, and, and the partnerships that we've made have been incredible across this country. We need to find a way to get the message out there. We need to find a way to inform and empower particularly young people, so that when they're challenged, and they will be challenged, they're able to make a good, healthy decision. What's the next step in our eradication efforts? Obviously, these are synthetics, right? So this is not like uh, contacting the Mexican government and going and spraying some kind of herbicide over a plant any longer, uh, which was a lot of what the eradication efforts were for many, many years. Uh, It seems to me that this challenge is immense um and with the situation at the southern border right now whether you want to call it a crisis or you just want to call it uh you know uh craziness that's going on and and the inability of border patrol to be able to handle it what do we do so you you said something at the very beginning of that that i think is for me, the most important message, right? These are synthetic, so it's no longer plant-derived. They don't have to worry about growing seasons and growing cycles and everything that goes into it. Essentially, for these cartels, um, the supply is limitless. And, you know, the ways that we can affect that are are a few. Um, One is that we need to disrupt the flow of those precursor chemicals from chemical supply companies in China getting into the hands of the cartels. So, you know, we, along with a lot of our other partners are working to try to do that, try to uh, impose stricter know-your-customer laws and rules, uh, you know, for those chemicals that are coming out of China. Uh, we need to affect the, the ease of, of which sometimes they're able to get into the hands of the cartels. And collectively, law enforcement on both sides of the border need to work to continue to disrupt. The challenge with pills particularly is that you're talking about smaller amounts that, that can end up, you know, in the hands of the, of the traffickers throughout the cities in the United States. You're no longer talking about, you know, needing a tractor trailer to get 1,000 kilograms of this stuff uh, into a city in the United States. Sometimes you're talking about something, you know, uh, as little as what can fit, you know, uh, on somebody's body if they're body carrying it or even in a backpack to, to be able to carry up to a million pills. And those are some of the seizures that we're seeing, and that's the impact that we're having. You know, and, and that's where law enforcement continues to do a, a tremendous job, particularly in Louisiana. We see that. Um, it's DEA partnering with our state and local partners to try to disrupt that flow into the communities. But this, you know, and, and really what we're talking about today, the message has to be hand-in-hand hand with 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 the outreach prevention and education like we have to have those conversations because too many young people are being affected by this inadvertently finding pills on social media you know there let's say this that everyone needs to understand you cannot buy a legitimate pharmaceutical pill on social media repeat that you cannot buy a legitimate pharmaceutical pill on social media many people think because they're seeing false advertisements come through their social media feeds that they can't particularly young people so we have to inform them and educate them and 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 again i say it all the time how do we empower them so that they have the information so that they can make a good healthy decision 
A number of states had set out on this uh, decriminalization track, um, Oregon being one back in 2020, where they decriminalized the possession of all drugs, including heroin and cocaine. Interestingly, Portland, uh, because of their rate of, of uh, overdose or, or deaths or, or poisoning deaths, uh, their increase, they're now saying that this fentanyl crisis is over the top and, and they're actually retreating uh, from some of what they did back in 2020. Do you see that as a trend because of fentanyl? Well, what I'll say is, uh, you know, you, you, the stats that we're talking about, they're starting to finally resonate. 300 Americans dying every single day, um, you know, from these drugs. And, and I think that, you know, while it's always been, um, you know, a violation of federal law, and that's, you know, what DEA enforces, that's what, you know, that I'm most focused on and concerned about. I think what the, the, the message, especially when we're seeing people that think they're taking another drug, you know, that, that even if, you know, if they think they're only taking cocaine, and we've seen mass casualty overdose poisoning events from people who thought they were using cocaine and multiple people in the same circle were, 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 were being victim, uh, become victims of that. Uh, those are the groups of people that aren't even carrying Narcan because they don't think they have to worry about that, right? right. So I think that- Well, it's trend- the same with marijuana though, right? I mean, we, we have more and more cases, it's becoming more and more prevalent of fentanyl-laced marijuana, uh, mar- marijuana laced with fentanyl. The, the, the trend that we want to push, the, 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 the wave of, of, you know, outrage uh, and the wave of, of education needs to be how do we inform people that we're faced with the dead, deadliest drug threat we've ever seen in this country with fentanyl. They, the traffickers and the cartels in particular continue to find ways to get that into the hands of Americans. We lost 112,000 Americans to drug poisoning and drug overdoses. It's the leading cause of death between 18 and 45. And, you know, it continues to get worse. I, I, what I will say as you know, to sort of bring it all together is if next year, God forbid, those numbers even double, the, the cartels aren't going to change the way do, they do business. So what we need to do in the nation is, is to change the way we do business. And that is, you know, continuing the efforts to, to defeat those two cartels, continuing the efforts to, you know, enforce these laws uh, throughout the United States as, as best we can. But, but most importantly, continue to educate the next generation of Americans so that they don't become victims like so many families have in the United States. John Delana, thank you so much for joining us. Truly appreciate your insight. Uh, we, we appreciate the efforts of the Drug Enforcement Administration as well. Keep up the great work. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Thanks to the great people of Louisiana. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. We'll be right back, folks. 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. It's no filter Friday. We'll talk about whatever you want. I'll throw a couple of topics out there as well. Some things you're going to be shocked about. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I got some interesting texts. Um, Folks are saying, did did this guy just say that um, the Sinaloa and the Jalisco cartels are responsible? Well, they're responsible for making the product available. Um, And he goes on to say, without demand, there wouldn't be supply. And that's true. You have people that are buying drugs. What's going on now is they think they're buying drug A, but they're getting drug A laced with drug B, and drug B uh, is lethal. And the problem with this whole market thing is that there's no QA, QC, quality assurance, quality control. They're just mixing ingredients. These these are all synthetics. Um, And you never know what you're you're using. Your typical drug user doesn't doesn't really care, right? I mean, that's that's part of the issue. Is there a cost to society? Absolutely. Health care and otherwise, a lot of these folks are uninsured. Those that are insured are just driving the cost up for everybody else. The question is, how do we address this situation? What do we do about it? You know, and and then I have another uh, text that says, you only have biased guests on. Well, when you bring, like, the number one of the top guys in the DEA on the show, what what do you think he's going to say? Well, first, it's not biased. The data indicates that 7 out of 10 pills seized by DEA has a lethal dose of fentanyl. That's a fact. It's also a fact that the leading cause of death for Americans 18 to 45 is drug poisoning, right? It's a fact that 300 people die from drug poisoning every day. These are facts. This is not bias. Now, you may be pro-drugs, um, got someone that says i call bull on the weed leave my weed alone that's fine the most recent test as it relates to cannabis and marijuana and the testing it's more robust now it sat in the shadows forever and a day because it was scheduled everybody wanted it to go uh, to a different schedule we began to do the fda and others began to approve more testing of marijuana and just as uh, most people that have um some sensibility recognized that it probably wasn't going to fare very well, and it's not. 
fact, it's talking about significant, severe psychosis uh, as a result of, of the drugs uh, today. It's not the marijuana of the 70s, what we have today. Uh, this is the marijuana of the 70s on steroids. We can look the other way uh, until, you know, the, the, we, when everybody gets all uptight about this is when somebody that's smoking marijuana, there was a case the other day in California where, you know, some girl ended up stabbing somebody a hundred times as a result of, of a negative reaction to a drug. That's when everybody gets all up in a dither about these drugs. Otherwise, they're all good, they're cool, they're this, they're that, they're whatever you want it to be. But again, no QA, no QC. You don't actually know what you're utilizing, and you're putting everybody at risk, not just you, everybody. The thing with fentanyl, they pop a pill, they're dead before they know it. You have people popping while they're driving down the interstate at 70 miles an hour. And within seconds, they're dead. And they've created a scenario where they have a weapon going down the street. Somebody's going to get hurt. Because we also have folks that say, why are we worried about it? If they want to decide to use drugs and they die, they die. Well, it's not that simple. It doesn't always work that way. Where they're sitting on their sofa, um, you know, popping pills. And if they die, they don't put anybody else at risk. We have those now that that think that smoking weed and driving around is not a problem. Not a problem at all. It doesn't impair judgment, doesn't impair their reaction time, doesn't impair this, doesn't impair that. It's a perfect solution to an otherwise shitty world, I guess. I don't know. But but the fact but the fact of the matter is is that you know, we are going to continue to have uh, issues here and uh, what's going on at the border is a primary driver of this that a lot of folks in in uh, the federal government are not going to talk about that but the reality is it's there and the more chaos that we have down there the more at risk we are inside of our borders and the sooner that we come to a recognition and a realization of that the better off we're going to be talking about the border I'm sure most of you have seen this case where they get seven Venezuelans who are here on an asylum claim beating two NYPD officers while down on the ground, walking up and kicking them in the face and kicking them in the head. They grab four, three get away, uh, and one of these individuals is already wanted on another case. Um, and they're all released without bail. The DA there doesn't even ask for bail. You think these folks are showing up for court? They want this to go away. And, of course, we have all these prohibitions now where immigration and others can't really do anything from from the jail and, and, you know, and start putting them into deportation Um you know, in the same thing, uh, one of the uh, individuals, Reveron is his name, two open cases for assault and robbery in Manhattan. This is crazy. The DA there is is a nincompoop. And we're wondering why we're having the challenges that we're having with trying to employ 
folks to become policemen. Then in New York, they pass an ordinance out there that every contact made by a police officer, any interaction, they have to document the people that they are interacting with. Their race, it's called How Many Stops Act. And they say this is going to hold police accountable for unlawful stop and prevent racial profiling. The byproduct of this is there'll be no stops. If they got to fill out paperwork on everybody that they come in contact with and they start asking questions, you know, we go on a homicide scene here in Jefferson Parish, and we've done this for years. We canvass the neighborhood. We start talking to everybody to find out. Within, within an hour of being notified of what's going on, we start canvassing. We're looking for people's most recent memory of anything that they may have seen that's out of the ordinary so that we can document it, pull it together later that afternoon and start to piece together a case. But if they have to sit down and and cut paperwork on everybody that they talk to that may have nothing to provide to the case, their name, their race, their gender, and and everything else, guess what happens? They end up not wanting to do it. They're bogged down in paperwork. They're not able to get through what they need to get through. And this is just another way of redefining policing in America. And they wonder why they're having trouble getting people to go to work in New York or, or otherwise. And the most obvious cases such as this one this is an easy call right shouldn't this be an easy call seven venezuelans here illegally beating up two nypd officers what's complicated about this call it's absolutely crazy and this craziness will continue it's interesting they get the illegal immigrant privilege I wonder what would happen if this was a citizen that did it. My best guess is bail would be set. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, folks. It is No Filter Friday. We want to hear from you. 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Let's go to line one. Richard, you're up. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, no, thanks for having me. Let me touch on um, three partners and all of them dealing with what you talking about, starting with the Asian, with the DEA, if I'm not mistaken, and talking about the fentanyl and drugs and people. People just don't look out for their own interests, Noel. And um, drug use has been going on for ages, as you know, you as a sheriff. And it's going to continue. And the drug cartels, they know the demand in Louisiana, and, and, and not in Louisiana, but in the uh, uh, United States, is um, is high. And that's another way of the manufacturer, the people that the stuff coming from China, that's another way of also killing, you know what I'm saying, uh, Americans, you know. Um, but the people, know got to take ownership of themselves. And until they do that and, and, and stop, because they're not going to stop, man, as you know. Uh, the, the country is in a state of depression. And people reaching out for and, and, and people, you know, losing this and losing that, loved ones, uh, uh, um, property, and being tricked and scammed and all kinds of stuff. And for whatever reason, they turn to these um, these drugs. You know, I mean, myself, I I, I sold drugs. I, I went to jail, like I've told you. Uh, see, I'm, I'm one of the people, I'm, I'm tired of a lot. I'm tired of violence. I'm tired of uh, 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 the, the, the assault on women. I'm tired of people pretending to be good and they talk, but their actions showing different. You know, so I can recognize all these things because I've done a lot, seen a lot, been through a lot, being one of 21 kids, number 19. But the fortunate thing for me, I paid attention. And when I grew up in my environment, I see all the stuff that you're talking about. And it's just not in my community. I mean, I'm a homeowner today, but I thank God, my focus, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and my empathy, uh, um, 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 compassionate um, side always turns out no matter how um, aggressive I can be at times, you know. But I'm human. And people are afraid to meet people and deal with people where they are. You know, the immigration, the border. You know, you got one president at a time, you know, and they got a, a bipartisan agreement in the Senate possible. And you got the president that is in office saying that he's going he, he gonna to sign it. But people going against their own self, they say they want immigration to take care of the border. But now you got a bill. But the person that's trying to get in office, the RNC treating this person, Donald Trump, Agent Orange, you know, you know what I'm going to say it. Uh, John Akai, they treat him like he's the president. And he gets to say so what is best of what they should do because he want to keep it out there on the thing. On the campaign trail, and it's if whether it's an immigrant or whether you know, it's the only, uh, let me, uh, let me, being let, police let, is up, let, I don't agree Richard, with touching the police. Do not put yeah, your Richard, hands on the police. Let me say something police. about the immigration bill. It's interesting to me, okay. um, and and I and I agree with a lot of what you said. I don't know why I don't know why people are saying it's dead on arrival. Or it's this or that. The bill has not even been drafted. Thank All you. they've talked about are some some of the points that Provision. they think are going to be in the bill. There is no bill. <laughs> and, you know, so at first I'm like, well, I got to go read this bill. It doesn't exist. <laughs> so, you know, they're they're already forecasting where they're going to be on something that, that it hasn't even been crafted yet, which I think is stupid. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got one side trying to say, well, the other side is not going to be for they don't they don't want to be. I said, well, be for what? What's in it? We don't even know. So, I mean, I just want to make that point because a lot of people actually believe there is a bill. There is not. It's not been crafted yet. 
Well, Rashard, thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Don. Don, you're up. Hi, thank you for taking my call, Sheriff. Two things I'd like to discuss. One is the, one is the New York police thing, and the other is the immigration bill. But with the New York police thing, it's real simple. This is going to increase crime and increase violence. It's not going to decrease it. Because as you know, just like I know, <clears throat> what happens when the police don't solve crimes or don't get the, don't get the support from the community, people take things in their own hands. So you're going to have retaliatory violence. You're going to have vigilante justice. It's going to make the problem worse, not better. No doubt. History tends to repeat itself, right? We've seen it before. We'll see it and again. Then, absolutely. And then on the immigration bill, we don't need an Im- I don't think we need an immigration bill, and this is the reason why. Well, we do need to fix immigration, but this isn't the right bill. <clears throat> or it's not the right things they're proposing. What we need to do is enforce two of the current provisions that are currently required that we're not enforcing. And it's very simple. One, you have to actually have a fear of persecution from the government because of race, religion, sex, those different categories, not from other citizens or gangs or gang violence. And the second one is this, and this is the most important one. When you come here, we have to be the first safe country you put your feet on. Because if we enforce that, that means basically if you're coming from Canada, you better be from Canada. And if you're coming from Mexico, you got to be a Mexican citizen. You know, you can't come from Venezuela because there's other safe countries in between here and there. That would cut down a lot of it. Sure. Sure. We play at it. And, you know, if we just enforce what's what's there, we're not going to eliminate it, but we're going to reduce it in a significant fashion. But, you know everybody's misleading everyone as to what's actually happening here and you have one side that 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 is trying to curry favor to a certain ethnicity and in a certain race group and you have the other side um who uh you know is this this is a, a popular issue right now politically uh they see political benefit from it and this, this hasn't changed. This is almost every election cycle. The ingredients of the opposing perspectives are exactly the same. Oh, absolutely. Let's take a perfect example of what you're talking about is the battle right now between Governor uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the Biden administration. The Texas border is seven, 800 miles long, and the Texas National Guard has control over one park that's on the border can't be what maybe benefit of the doubt 20 or 30 miles long on the border of 800 miles it's a non-issue yeah well and the border patrol agents association actually came out and said that they actually said that they support what texas is doing they understand that it's a lawful order issued by their governor and they have no intention of going out there and tearing down concertina wire where it's not necessary for some operation that they're involved in. And they said if they were to do it, they would do it in cooperation with the Texas National Guard. <laughs> you know, so again, it's a, it's a classic example and emblematic of the political posturing, the soundbite politicians that are out there on both sides, you know, uh, making uh, up issues that really are not issues. Uh, and let's, if we can't come to, change, to a sure. resolution of, the, of just referring to this and characterizing it as a crisis when even a former Democrat secretary to the Department of Homeland Security, Jay Johnson, said if you have a thousand illegal crossings a day, 
you have a crisis. We have 5,000. Sure. Let's cut to the chase what this is all really about, what all of this, this left and right bickering is about. The far left and the far right keep us bickering because every time they get an issue, I'm sure you get it like I get it and all of my friends get it. We get it, 10 emails today with, you know, talking about our text messages about how to support this one and send me money. When we stop sending them money till after they fix the problem, that's when they'll fix the problem. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Don, thank you for the call. Thank really you, appreciate it. Want to hear from you folks, 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We, uh, we actually have the back half of every hour today free uh, to hear from you, to, uh, for you to call in and opine on any of these topics on No Filter Friday. And there's a bunch more out there that you're going to be really surprised about what's going on. I mean, it, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I start reading. I read 8 to 10 different newspapers every day. And... You know, I'm always looking for material is what's going on in other parts of the country is ultimately going to happen here at some point in time. Maybe not to the same degree, uh, maybe not in the same fashion, but we will be similarly situated to others in other areas of the country. And that's why I bring these issues up. A lot of folks text me and say, why are you talking about this one? Why are you talking about that? Because it's coming. Not a question of if, it's a question of when. Uh, all of All of these same issues. And I, it, I think it's better for folks to actually know about it and understand what's headed their way. What are the trends from the East Coast, the West Coast, uh, Middle America? What's happening there? Uh, and it's why I take the time looking for these stories where I see that these trends are being developed. As I pointed out to John Delena, Portland decriminalized pretty much everything. Now they're crying uncle. A lot of folks said, this isn't going to work. It's fairly obvious. And guess what? It did not. Now they're saying they have a crisis. Go figure. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. We'll go to Frank. Frank, you're up. Welcome to the show. Good morning, No, I just got a comment. Uh, I'm a combat veteran from Vietnam. I've talked to you several times. Yes, I have three of my men that were in my squad in Vietnam who their sons were professional soldiers. Two in the Delta teams, one in the Rangers. They have gotten out within the past two weeks because of what's going on with this president and the military. They don't feel honored. They don't feel trusted. They don't feel they could do their job without tying their hands. And for that man not to come out almost a week later and say anything about those three soldiers that lost their lives, that's why nobody's volunteering for the military. That's why the numbers are down. And people listen to you every day. I haven't listened to you in a couple of weeks. I just put you on this morning. But everybody out there needs to understand, what you are saying will come here. It will be here because we have become a nation of wusses. And nobody wants to stand up and defend this country. I'm 72 years old. If they ask me to go today, I'm gone. Yeah, I think I'd be right there with you, Frank. No doubt. And that's all I, I got think, to say, Nude. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Have a great Mardi Gras season, Frank. Thank you uh, for listening. Um, in all fairness, I will say this. There was a day's delay because the military did not release the names of um, the uh, 
the three brave soldiers that gave up their life um, uh, for us, for our freedom uh, there. And I know that uh, the president was going to it was going to be at the ceremony of the transfer um, here in the states, and I believe that was going to be today. When we come back after the top of the news break, we'll visit with Tim Temple, insurance commissioner for the state of Louisiana. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 